0: And welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. Have you ever had a David Byrne moment in your life? I'm not talking about David Burns, author of Feeling Good and Feeling Great and some other books and a frequent guest here on the show. I'm talking about... David Byrne, of The Talking Heads. And and in particular, I'm thinking about that song, Once in a Lifetime, where in the video, he kind of slaps himself on the forehead over and over again, asking, well, how did I get here? One of those moments where you look around you almost as if a spell is broken and you see things as they really are versus how you were imagining them to be or wanting them to be. Now, you may say to yourself... Of course, I know how I got here. Where I'm at right now makes perfect sense. It's the sum of all of the decisions that I've made up until now. Great. That's, that's a perfect way to come to understand what led to your current circumstances. And perhaps to see the patterns and habits that led you there. But how are you actually doing in this moment? And what can you do to snap yourself out of the spell? so that you have the best chance of seeing things as they really are in this moment. And then making a choice, taking the next right step. In the context of love and relationships, it really can be like a spell. You're pulled in by this dynamic that intoxicates you on some level. And when you're intoxicated, the odds favor that you won't necessarily make the best decisions. Oh, sure, you'll make the best choice that an intoxicated person can make. And some might argue that this intoxication is important for the survival of our species. In other words, that we have to be rendered love struck in some way in order to serve our biological imperative. Even if you end up not procreating, it's most likely that the energy of gene preservation is what got you there into partnership with your beloved in the first place. I mean, that or maybe your mutual love for REO Speedwagon or something like that. Well, today we're going to go over some simple strategies to help you truly assess your current circumstances, whether you're in a relationship or not. And these strategies will help you figure out if you're where you want to be or if some sort of course correction might be in order. Now, course correction might mean a slight adjustment or it could also mean a major shift in the direction of your life. But you can't know that until you're able to accurately get the lay of the land. And that's what today's episode is all about. So whether you find yourself living in a shotgun shack or behind the wheel of a large automobile, alone or with a beautiful wife or husband, let's help figure out if you are where you actually want to be. First, I just want to remind you that Relationship Alive is an offering to you so that you can have the best possible experiences with the relationships in your life. If you're finding the show to be helpful, please consider a donation to ensure that we can continue. Every little bit helps and you can choose whatever feels right to you. Just visit neilsatin.com slash support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And this week I would like to thank Holly, Jenny, Marie, Matthew, and Timothy, David, Angie, Drew, Anne, Valerie, John, Allison, and Kirthi. Thank you all so much for your generous and, in many cases, ongoing contributions to Relationship Alive. Also, just a reminder that I have a free guide that I put together for my top three relationship communication secrets. It's free, simple, actionable, And all you have to do is visit neilsatin.com slash relate or text the word relate to 33444 to get the guide. Or if you're interested in more in-depth work on improving the communication in your relationship, I've put together a full Secrets of Relationship Communication course. In this course, there's over three hours of material, but it's broken up into bite-sized chunks that will help you improve all the aspects of communication that are under your control. And you'll learn exactly what aspects you can't control. And you'll learn what to do when things get out of control. So just visit neilsatin.com course in order to join. And lastly, if you're looking for a place to get support in your relationship with people who listen to the show and are putting these principles into practice, come join the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook anymore, I don't really blame you. But if you are there, come join our community. Okay, so let's dive into how you can break the spell and assess your current situation without having to whack yourself in the forehead over and over again. We're going to go over some questions that will help you dissolve whatever mist is there clouding your vision. The best thing for you to do is to make some time to actually answer these questions for yourself as clearly as you can. I recommend journaling. Um, writing them out because it allows you to not only capture the answers that first come to you, but also it can also um, often open you up to deeper realizations after the in, uh, after the initial responses come. Uh, you could also try asking yourself the questions and answering them out loud, ideally with some sort of recorder or something going, so that you can capture your words and listen to them later, which might also bring other insights. If nothing else, you can just answer these questions for yourself in your mind, perhaps in some sort of meditative state. But that can make it more challenging to stick with the process. Now that being said, insights are insights and there's no judgment here about how you come about them. If you do nothing, then you're just letting the days go by, water flowing underground, and things will continue to be same as it ever was. But if you ask yourself these questions, and answer them to the best of your ability, then you're gonna get a really good sense of what life is truly like for you in this moment and figure out whether or not you need to make any shifts or changes. Okay, let's move on. So the first thing that you wanna do is get oriented. Literally get oriented in the room where you are or the place where you are. Notice the clothes that you're wearing. Notice the colors that you're seeing. Notice the sounds that you hear. Notice how you're breathing. There are at least two reasons for doing this. One of them is that you can only get where you're going by starting where you actually are. And so since the purpose of this process is to break the illusions of any spell that you're under, that is literally about seeing the truth of your current circumstances. And that starts with things like what you're wearing and what color the walls are painted. The second reason for doing that is by orienting yourself within your body, within your current physical reality. It actually helps the part of you that's looking for signs of danger uh, to realize that at least in this very moment, you're safe. You're safe in order to see the truth of what's really going on in your life. Sometimes if the truth isn't something that's necessarily easy to see, then you might protect yourself from that um, by pretending that it's some other way. So at least I hope that you're safe in the moment that I'm asking you these questions. So I suppose it's worth saying that there are different degrees of safety and one of the things that you may discover in this process is that you're carrying around a certain level of discomfort because there's some way in which you don't feel safe. And those are hopefully things that you'll be able to discover and address through this process. And that's to be con- uh, contrasted with being in like mortal danger. So if in this moment you realize that you're in mortal danger of some sort, then. You have all the information that you actually need, at least in this moment, to take whatever action you have to, to get yourself someplace safe. Okay. So let's assume that at least in this moment, you're not in mortal danger. And now let's take it a step further. And you might answer the question, um, how would I describe the present circumstances in which I live? So the answer to this question might be things like I live in an apartment on the second floor that I share with two roommates or um, I live in the suburbs with a white picket fence and a dog and two and a half cats or whatever it is. Again, you're getting oriented, but simply expanding your orientation to include a little bit more of your reality. Now, At any point along the way, if something catches your attention for whatever reason, like it just kind of stands out in your mind, then um, just put a little star next to it if you're writing things down or make a note of it so that you can come back to it later. When you come back to it later, the question that you ask about it is fairly simple. What's important for me to know about this thing or what is significant about this thing? If you're asking this question of yourself, you're getting at the answers that will come to you from your deeper knowing. Um, But it also might be a good time to mention um, that there is value in doing this whole process with a close friend. Um, So if you ask a close friend what's significant about that particular thing, they might have a very different answer than the one that you have. Now their answer may or may not be right for you. You can just hear it as information. But at the moment, you are in the information gathering process. So, what you do with that information, that's for later. Um, but first, there are a few more important questions that you're going to want to ask. So, here are some others. Um, try asking who are the important people in your life? Who do you spend your days and nights with? What What blessings do these people add to your life? And what challenges do they bring to your life? This is a really good place for you to be honest with yourself. Honest about what's awesome about the people that are in your life, and honest about what's challenging about the people in your life. Now, you might also want to include your pets, if you have any pets. I mention this because pets can often also be one of our greatest sources of joy or stress in our lives. So don't leave them out of the picture. You basically want to figure out all the beings that are part of your life, um, the influential beings in your life. Okay, Um, now we're going to move on to some important questions about you now that you've got the lay of the land, the places, the people, etc. First, I do just need to take a quick moment to tell you about this week's sponsor. Uh, Here in Maine, where I live, it's still really cold and wintry. It's the end of February. And I don't know about you, but when the cold weather keeps me inside or I don't feel like going out for whatever reason and I just need a break from all the research and reading that I'm doing for Relationship Alive, one of my favorite ways to decompress is to curl up under a blanket, I just got a nice new weighted blanket, uh, with my new kitty, whose name is Moshi, or a special someone, or both, and get lost in a fun show. And one way that I like to change uh, change things up a bit from your typical fare is to watch brilliant TV from across the pond. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the different sensibilities and ways of telling stories that they have in other countries or the kick-ass soundtracks with familiar or intriguing new music. I don't know, but it's different and entertaining. And it's one reason that I really enjoy Acorn TV acorn tv is a streaming service that's rooted in british television it has a rich catalog of exclusive uh, award-winning series across genres mysteries dramas comedies and more not sure what floats your boat but if you're into comedies and a fan of quirky british comedy then the other one is a must watch it's full of hilarious brutally honest moments that come up in life and relationships And if you're a Downton Abbey fan, the other one features a masterfully funny and different performance from Siobhan Finneran, who plays on Downton, the crafty maid Sarah O'Brien. She plays a very different character in the other one. Plus, you get access to all of this new, different content for a fraction of the cost compared to most streaming services at just $5.99 a month. And... As a Relationship Alive listener, they have a special offer for you. You can escape to Britain and beyond without leaving your home and try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and using my promo code, which is alive. That's A-C-O-R-N dot code alive to get your first 30 days for free. And thanks so much, Acorn TV, for your support of Relationship Alive. Okay, now let's get back to the business of you and lifting the veil with some more questions that I'd like you to answer. Let's start with the easy ones. What's your name? How old are you? Okay, just kidding. It's actually good to start out with an easy question or two, but let's get into the, the deeper questions. Um. All right, here's one of my favorites. Who do you have to be in order to live the life that you're living? Are there ways where it requires you to be, well, for lack of a better way of putting it, not you? What capabilities does your current life require of you? How do you have to stretch yourself? Or how do you have to compress yourself to fit into your life as it is? Do you see yourself acting in ways that you're proud of? Do you see yourself acting in ways that embarrass you? In what ways are you at your best? And in what ways are you at your worst? How have you been growing in your life? And also, Are there ways that you're wanting to grow, but where you feel held back? And are you doing the holding, or is someone else doing the holding? These are pretty big questions, Um, so I invite you to really take your time with them. And, and give them some thought and some space. And you don't have to do this all at once, by the way, although that's great if you can set aside some time and bust it all out. You can do a little at a time and just allow the questions to percolate um, because there may be some answers that come to you, again, that aren't necessarily your, your first responses. Now, what are the predominant emotions that you feel in your life name them and then after you've named the emotions that you feel most regularly rate each one on a scale of one to ten. Ten being where it's something that you feel all the time and a one being something that you barely experience but you do experience it again, this is all information. How often do you smile in your life? How often do you laugh? How often do you cry? And if you wanted more of any of these emotions or any of these experiences, what could you do in order to bring that about? This is about identifying the ways that you can exert influence or leverage in your own life. What are some courageous choices that you could make in your life right now? Perhaps things where fear is holding you back. Okay, so now let's change things up a little bit, just as an experiment. If you could be somewhere else where would you choose to be? And more importantly, how would you be different if you were in this other place? Or rather than a specific place, you could just simply try on some random place for size. If you moved someplace random where nobody knew you, is there anything that you would do differently in your day-to-day life than what you're doing right now? Now, you might sit back and just see if any other questions come to you. You're getting a sense of how you can use questions to lift the veil of just letting the days go by, to get at what you're really experiencing on a day-to-day basis. Notice what you notice. What discoveries have you made? Is there anything that surprised you? Is there anything that inspired you? Or what's weighing you down? What makes you feel dread, or what makes you feel stress, or sadness, or fear? This is all about getting acquainted with where you are. As I mentioned in the very beginning of this episode, realizing where you are, where you really are, is an important step in figuring out if you want to shift things, if you indeed want to shift anything at all. And if you do decide that you want to shift things, you might start exploring whether there are just small, simple changes that could impact your experience. As I talked about a few episodes ago, it's those little tiny changes in like your day-to-day habits that can actually create quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit of difference in your life. Changes don't have to be as huge as like moving to a totally new place where nobody knows you. Although sometimes that can be just what the doctor ordered. This is also a great time for you to look at things that make you uncomfortable. The things that are challenging you. To figure out if there are ways that you can influence those situations. So rather than expecting others to change... And sometimes they will and sometimes they won't what can you do to change the dynamic that you're living in can you even name the dynamic that you're living in um are you trapped in some sort of like pursuer distancer dynamic or um someone with a problem and someone else doing the rescuing um these are just a couple examples, but there are all sorts of nameable patterns that if you step back and look at the circumstances of your life as if you were uh, watching a play um, on the stage, you could name the patterns that you're seeing. So once you've named them, um, that can also help you figure out um, whether or not there's anything that you can do to make a, make a shift. And when it comes to figuring out whether or not someone else can change, if that's what you're hoping for, it helps to look for evidence of their willingness to evolve and grow from the past. Like, do you see ways in which they've made a shift in one direction or another? And if so, was it conscious? Was it something they were trying for? Or was it an unconscious evolution that happened? You can use what you're learning about communication, if you download the free guide or join the course that I mentioned earlier, to invite the other people in your life into a conversation about what you discovered about yourself on this journey, to share your joys, to share your inspirations, as well as sharing your fears and your challenges and doing it in a way where you're really taking ownership of your experience. So do the best that you can to not blame the other person, but instead to, to um, name experiences in ways where you are taking ownership of them, where you're talking about your part in the way that things are. And, you know, there are ways to talk about how other people are impacting you as well. Um, that's maybe a topic for another episode so today's journey isn't really about where you're going and it's not about the changes that you may be looking for it's about where you are just remember to be gentle with yourself because there may be some harsh truths that you discover about wherever it is that you find yourself and that's okay that's actually a good thing because those things have been having an impact on you whether you're aware of them or not the difference is that now that you're aware of them you're in a better position to make some choices that could alter your trajectory for the better so thank you for coming on the journey with me today I will definitely be curious to hear about your discoveries if you sit down and answer these questions you can always post in the facebook group and if you want to make sure that i see it make sure that you tag me or you can feel free to drop me a line at neilius n-e-i-l-i-u-s at neilsatin.com i can't always write back since i do get a lot of email but I'm always reading the email that comes my way. Super curious to hear about your journey and it can help inform future episodes of Relationship Alive to make sure that they are relevant to you because I'm here for you. All right. I think that's it for now. In the meantime, take care. Don't just let those days go by. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you soon.